0: Hello, this is Saidu Zaman from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 21st of September. India today indefinitely suspended visa services in Canada, claiming operational reasons. The announcement was made by BLS International, the agency that operates Indian visa application centres in Canada, citing a notice from the Indian mission. This comes after the rift between the countries worsened as Canada's Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, suggested that India was complicit in the killing of a Canadian citizen. According to the National Post, Canada has stated that it will continue to issue visas in India and that all of its missions will remain open and operational. On Monday, Trudeau had informed Parliament that there were credible allegations of a potential link between the Indian government and the death of Hardeep Singh Nijjar, a Canadian national and a designated terrorist in India. He was killed in June outside a gurudwara in Surrey, British Columbia. India dismissed the allegations as absurd and motivated. It also expelled a Canadian diplomat in retaliation for Canada's expulsion of an official from India's Foreign Intelligence Service. On Wednesday, India advised its people in Canada and those planning to visit the country to be wary of growing anti-India activities and politically sanctioned hate crimes. The Madras High Court today temporarily restrained DMK leader and Youth Welfare and Sports Development Minister Odhyanidhi Stalin from making defamatory claims about former Chief Minister K. Palani being involved in corruption cases and linking his name to the 2017 Kodanad Heist and murder case. According to The Hindu, an interim injunction was issued against the CM's son in a defamation complaint filed by EPS, seeking damages and prohibiting him from uttering words that denigrated his reputation. EPS, the General Secretary of the AIADMK and the leader of the opposition, filed a civil complaint for damages of 1.1 crore rupees and justice rn manjula granted an interim injunction for 2 weeks she also issued a notice to the youth welfare minister which is due in 2 weeks udhya nidhi who was caught in a controversy over his comments on sanatan dharma on september 7 said and i quote eps can't hide behind the beard of the goat for long hoping unquote to escape from the Kodanard case and the corruption cases EPS's counsel Vijay Arayan told the High Court that this was an indirect reference to the governor because the late Chief Minister C N Annadurai had equated the state governors to the beards of goats. He also alleged EPS has not been summoned in the investigation into the Kodanat case. Listeners, Monu Manesar is currently in custody, held for the murder of two men. Here at News Laundry, we've got exclusive footage of Monu and his gang of vigilantes, from a nexus of collaborators and informers to police patronage and GPS trackers our new short film spotlights everything that enables Monu Manessar. Independent filmmakers closely followed Monu and his associates from late 2021 to early 2022 to get this fly-on-the-wall account of his operations, contribute to our NLCNA project and help the makers and news Laundry cover the costs accrued in producing this film. We are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to Newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only Rs. 900 rupees a quarter. The Bombay High Court today granted bail to forest rights activist Mahesh Raut in the Bhima Koregaon case, bar and bench reported. A division bench of Justices A.S. Gadkari and Sharmila Deshmukh granted Raut's bail application on merit. The National Investigation Agency subsequently sought the court to stay its order for two weeks so that it could submit an appeal with the Supreme Court. The bench granted it one week's time. The case relates to caste violence that erupted on January 1, 2018 in the village of Bhima Koregaon near Pune. 16 people were charged under the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act for their involvement in the case. Routh was arrested in June 2018 and is currently in judicial custody. In 2022, he applied to the High Court for bail and challenged the ruling of the Special NIA Court that denied him bail. Appearing for the Central Agency today, additional solicitor General Devang Vyas and advocate Sandesh Patil opposed Routh's release, stating that the alleged crimes he committed were against society, according to Bar & Bench. Senior advocate Mihir Desai and advocate Vijay Hiramath, who represented Routh, contended that the activist had been detained for more than five years and deserved to be released because the trial had yet to begin, according to Bar and Bench. They argued that Routh should be granted bail on the same terms as Anand Tiltumde, Arun Ferreira, and Vernon Gonsalves, who are also charged in the case. The Bombay High Court today rejected pleas by Mehul Choksi challenging the Enforcement Directorate's pending applications before the special court to declare him a fugitive economic offender, Indian Express reported Choksi is an accused in the PNB scam case The multi-crore scam was allegedly carried out by billionaire jeweler Nirav Modi and Choksi, his uncle and the promoter of Gitanjali gems Choksi and Modi are accused of fraudulently obtaining letters of undertaking and foreign letters of credit totaling 12,636 crore rupees in favour of foreign branches of Indian banks a single bench of justice S.V. Kotwal was hearing four applications filed by Choksi. The ED had petitioned a special court to commence proceedings against Choksi as an F.E.O. but he had petitioned the high court challenging various procedural breaches by the central agency. The bench today said it did not find any infirmity in the application filed by the ED. It noted in its decision that the ED's application was in the format prescribed by the Fugitive Economic Offenders Act. The act provides for measures to dissuade fugitive economic offenders from avoiding process of law in India by remaining beyond the jurisdiction of Indian courts. Russia today conducted a huge air attack on Kiev and other Ukrainian cities, killing two people and wounding at least 18, Reuters reported. The strikes were described as a massive missile attack on civilian infrastructure by Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba. Ukrainian state-owned grid operator Ukrainergo said it was country's first major attack on energy infrastructure in six months. Following an air raid warning, blasts were reported in Kyiv and surrounding areas Authorities reported dispatching rescue crews to various places throughout the capital Interior Minister Ihor Klimenko said people were injured in Kyiv and Cherkasy area as well as in the eastern city of Kharkiv during the early morning attack According to the commander-in-chief of the Ukrainian armed forces, Russian forces fired a total of 43 missiles throughout Ukraine from east to west with 36 of them being shot down by Ukrainian air defense the Ukrainian capital of Kyiv, as well as regions of Kharkiv, Kherson, Cherkasy, Rivne, and Lviv were among the major cities impacted. In a separate overnight strike, Russian shelling of a dormitory in the southern city of Kherson killed two people, according to Governor Alexander Prokhodin. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.